Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. And we're back. Primetime action here on a Thursday. Matt Brown, Amal Shaw, Kelly Bidlin behind the glass. Here on a Thursday, hope you enjoyed the elevator music, the royalty-free music uh, here for the last little bit. Kelly, let's run through some scores and update everybody on what is going on around the landscape. Maybe they're winning bets. Maybe they're losing bets. We need to get people up to date on uh, where we stand. Yeah, that's right. Primetime action back from intermission, coming back strong. He got the uh, Celtics up on the Knicks, 96 to 90. If you we were, missed this bet. Yeah, if you were with us when we last left you, Amal Shaw uh-huh. might have suggested a plus 13 and a half on the Knicks. That looks pretty good right now. Uh, Celtics, five and a half point live favorite, 212 and a half live total in that game. We got about five and a half minutes left in it. Uh, Grizzlies all over the Pistons. That is 70 to 48. Eight minutes remaining in the third quarter. Grizzlies 22.5 point live favorite, 207.5 the live total. Pelicans up on the Warriors 56 to 52, 745 remaining in the third. Pelicans 3.5 live and 194.5 the live total. Over on the ice, plenty of games going on. We've got the Sharks on top of Sabres 3 to 2. Looks like they're going to win this game. Only 10 seconds left. They're in that game. Uh, Wild up on the Bruins, 3-2, 9.25 remaining in that one. Wild minus 4.50 live. Bruins plus 3.40, 6.5 your live total. Lightning up on the Flames, 4 to nothing now, 6.5 minute, uh, minutes remaining in that game. Panthers and Stars all tied up at 1, end of 1. Panthers minus 125, Stars minus 105, 6.5 your live total. Juiced to the over. Jets have a one nothing lead over the Avalanche, 7.30 remaining in the first period. Avalanche still a uh, small favorite, uh, live favorite, minus 130. Jets even money, 6.5 is your live total. And the Coyotes up on the Blackhawks, one to nothing. seven minutes remaining in the first period. Coyotes minus 160 live. Blackhawks plus 130, uh, 5.5 your live total. Over in college basketball, uh, we have Wisconsin. On top of Iowa right now, which I know Amal Shaw's enjoying, 29 to 19, eight and a half minutes left in the first half of that game. Iowa is cold as the studio, huh? Yeah, they really are. They have, they've made one field goal in the last four minutes. You're absolutely right. Right on cue. We get the graphic on this one. By the way, Kelly, what is I might have suggested? 
<laughs> you did suggest, all right, man? <laughs> I, I just want to know. I'm very precise in my verbiage. I want to make sure you're correct on that as well. Maybe you threw it out there. Yeah, maybe a good bet to throw out. Yeah, that was a, that, that's a bummer, too, because I was sitting here and I was like, you know, we, we look at the, the stats and we're like, okay, is, is there regression to the mean here that's going to be either positive regression or negative regression for either one of these teams? And as you saw, one team shooting the lights out, shooting the lights out from three as well. The other team completely, completely on the opposite end of the spectrum. Now, it doesn't always work out that way, but that's a good signal in-game to kind of get in. Well, Matt, I thought the problem was I thought the number should have been four. Um, I was surprised it was at two and a half. I, I thought it would have been a little bit higher, so I thought it was a good opportunity right there. And the, the Another Evan Fournier game. He's only got 36.7 rebounds. He is nine for 13 from three. Wait, what did you say? He's got how many? 36 points and seven rebounds. He is nine for 13 from three. Wow. I'll tell you one thing. I, I'm looking at this game. been watching it, uh, obviously, the Knicks and the Celtics in New York. But I look back and I say, if you were LeBron James, why the hell didn't you go and play at MSG? I mean, this fan base is so starved for a championship, Matt. I mean, you go there. This place is ruckus on a game in early January in the regular season. Look at the crowd. I mean, it's unbelievable. You'd think it's a playoff atmosphere. 36 for Fournier, really? Thir 38 now. 38 for Fournier. He just hit a bucket and got an and one. The Bricks are about to take the lead. Yeah, we should have taken the 13 points. Should have taken that money line. Should have taken the 13 points <laughs> for sure. Uh, okay, so before we went on intermission, we were looking at our NBA power rankings as far as ranking the NBA futures. If uh, let's, let's do a quick little recap. We didn't even get to Kelly, so if we can look at mine real quick. Pop them up. I, I, I have the... The number three in my list, the Nuggets at 30 to one. They're going to get Jamal Murray back at some point, either in February or early March. With that, that makes this team a little bit more, a little bit more dynamic because the problem is not so much when they're running out their their starting lineup. It's when they have to go to the second unit and when they have uh, Jokic off the court, they are just absolutely pathetic. I mean, they are getting <laughs> they are getting beat down and run every single time that he has to spend extended minutes on the bench. And, and you know, listen, at least you get Jamal Murray back. You can move one of those guys onto the second team, onto the second squad. Whenever Jokic has to go to the bench, then at that point you can sit there and get a, uh, you know, at least, at least try to hold steady as opposed to just losing. Uh, I mean, they are just losing to every facet of the game. And if they can just at least hold steady and then team get back in the game, I think they cause some damage. That being said, um, as we talked about, Look, they have to get through the Warriors and the Suns. That's going to be pretty tough over there on the Western side of things. And then, look, I just took the two hot, two top-heavy teams in the East, and I think it's going to be one of those two teams coming out of there. And then at that point, they're head-to-head. -head. Uh, I took the Nets and the Bucks. Bucks 750, Nets at 245. Amal, you also Bucks at 750, Nets at 245. But your your third pick um, is uh, is the right now who is uh, who's who's winning the West. Yeah, the Golden State Warriors, I think uh, this team is really dangerous. Remember, still looking to get back Clay Thompson and James Wiseman as well. So, And you've had really some contributions from guys you wouldn't expect. Mm -hmm. Jordan Poole and Andrew Wiggins has really done a nice job. Poole really busting out this year. I think part of it is when you sit there and you watch Clay and Steph shoot around every day in practice, you're like, hey, if I work on this, you know, I can make a quarter billion dollars myself. <laughs> it's not a bad gig. You know what's funny about though, though, Mo, like the I'm less surprised by Jordan Poole than I am by Andrew Wiggins because, like, I feel like we had finally gotten to the point in Andrew Wiggins' career where it's like, all right, I know what Andrew Wiggins is, and it's like now this year it's like, oh wow, you're actually doing things we thought you were gonna do, you know, coming out of high school. 
Well, you know, it's funny. I, I had a friend of mine who coaches college basketball. I used to coach in the SEC, and he said to me, he goes, Andrew Wiggins at that point in time until Ben Simmons came out was the second best high school player he had seen. I mean, he was unbelievable. I'm talking about LeBron, obviously, yeah. and then, uh, Wiggins behind him. But, um, you know, he was unbelievable what he was able to do at Huntington Prep. Uh, just never materialized. I think part of the problem was his personality. In Golden State, he doesn't have to be the man. I never thought he was the man. I remember I got into an argument with the Mavs head of international scouting. I said, I said, I wouldn't take Wiggins. He goes, no, this kid. I said, look, he goes, he's only 17. I said, Kobe was a killer at 18. I said, <laughs> yeah. either you are or you're not. That's kind of how I've always felt about it. If you look at uh, that Warriors number, sitting at 550. So you're still getting five and a half to one on this team that, you know, again, is is doing very, very well right now and does have reinforcements on the way. Kelly, let's get to yours. At number three, I, I did I put the Warriors. That that's where I started mm -hmm. uh for my third one. And, and really it's just the I think you just look at the Western Conference and you're talking about a team that again, we don't even we, they've started off the year incredible and kind of like you guys have talked about, they don't even have all their pieces back yet, right? So we don't even know if this is really the height of where they could go. And then I think you've got to look at the Western Conference as a whole and say to yourself, ask yourself, how many of these teams do you really believe have a chance? And yes, I think the Suns definitely do. I think the Jazz will be a great team throughout the regular season, but I, I'm beginning to worry that we've seen the Jazz experiment uh, you know, kind of, you know, run itself, uh, run its wheels here in the, once it gets in the playoffs, just doesn't have the star power, the consistent scoring power to stay relevant in the playoffs, even though I think they're still very, a very good team. But do we trust teams like Memphis, like Dallas, like like the Lakers? We don't know what the Clippers or Nuggets are going to look like. I mean, it's going to be a little while till we see their stars kind of get back healthy. I, I just think there's not much to trust in the West right now, and I trust the Warriors are really good right now, and they could be even better once Klay Thompson, once Wiseman get back in that lineup. So that's where I started. And then the, and then the Eastern Conference, uh, my second one was was the Sixers. Now, this isn't a bet that that I would make right now, but I think this is one you should have circled, and I, I do personally, because I've been impressed with this team, how some of these role players, and we talked about some of the Warriors' role players, but how some of these role players have stepped up, um, you know, in the absence of Ben Simmons and really taking advantage of the opportunities they've got, whether we're talking about Tyrese Maxey, Matthias Thibel, uh, Korkmaz, there's been a lot of these guys that have that have stepped up and are scoring double digits this year for this team. So I, I think you, you've now set the foundation of, okay, we have a star player in Joel Embiid, some quality role players to surround him with. Now, if they can finally make that Ben Simmons trade and add another guy to the, another, you know, upper echelon player to this team, I think this makes them very formidable in the Eastern Conference. Uh, right do, up do there with the Do you feel Maxi's production so far is sustainable? Do you, or do, you, or do, you, do you think that he's playing like above his head, or do you think that this is like? I a, think it's sustainable. Sustain I think okay. you're watching a young, a young, up and coming, really quality player come into mm -hmm. his own this season because he's getting that opportunity to play. So I, I, I really do believe. And this is, I mean, it, people remember from the preseason, the 76ers team was a team I did not have mm -hmm. much high expectations for. But watching these young guys really has me believing that they could do something once they finally flip Ben Simmons for something. Uh, I would say, though, they, you look Eastern Conference right now, there's one and only, the one and only bet to me to, to, that you can make is the Bucks. There's nothing that you should be taking away from this team from what they did last year. So the NBA champion came back even with a stronger team this year, in my opinion. And I, the Nets at plus 275 is just 245. It's like almost just unbettable at this point in the season to me. So Bucks plus 750, uh, that would be my favorite one right now. 
Yeah, so that is Bucks 750, 76ers at 22 to 1, and then Warriors at 550 as well. We'll put a bow on this on the other side here, and then we'll also take a look at it, all the late games across uh, the NHL as well as the one late tip in the NBA. I promise you, we will be back on the other side of this break. It is primetime action here on Visa. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, who's ready to catch Creighton? You know, watch Creighton. They play. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon, the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not, never the, not, gonna, the, not the Big East tournament? Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But, like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That, like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was – Creighton is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. that. Like, that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a, is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of the – Yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? You the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Final segment of primetime action here on a Thursday. Matt Brown, Amal Shaw in on the desk. Kelly Bidlin behind the glass. We do have one tip still to come in the NBA, 10 Eastern, 7 Pacific. That's the Clippers and the Suns. The Suns are big 10.5-point favorites in this one, 221.5 all the way to 222.5 the total, so be sure and shop around if you're looking to play the number there. But... Uh, no opinion for me on this one, Kelly. I mean, the Suns should win. Do they get it by 11? That's something I'm not willing to uh, to deal with right now. Maybe I'll look at some in-game a- angles if they start off cold or something. But, um, you know, 10.5 seems about appropriate. Yeah, I got I got close to firing on the Clippers here. Uh, no DeAndre Ayton for the Suns on the Suns side. I, I, it, the problem is without Paul George, it's can, can you yeah. – With this team, and we talked about some of the role players in the segment before on some of these other teams – 
I, again, I think this is another team that is benefiting from some of these stars missing time where you are able to get more out of a Ter- you know, Terrence Mann, some of these younger players that need, uh, uh, that need the reps. And I think they're getting some good reps. The problem is in a game like this, do they really have enough firepower to keep it close with the Suns? I, I think they do, but it's not a bet for me. I, I would lean Clipper side. Uh, so, therefore, definitely not no interest in the Sun side. Here I mean, tonight. with George, it's not just the scoring, right? It's 25 points a game to go with the seven boards and yep. the six assists and the two steals. It's kind of like you're you're not just missing the scoring from him. You're missing all everything. Well, and, they're, and he's drawing double teams, yeah. right, where he's able to kick it to open shooters. And you're just not going to get that from Reggie Jackson or anybody else on the team. And also the defense that he contributes. The mm-hmm. one thing to pay attention to with the Clippers, and I think a bet against scenario is going to develop, is as this team continues to sink lower and lower, uh, I think there'll be some options where you sit there and say, hey, okay, this is a spot where you would take the Suns d- uh, despite Aiden not being in the lineup. I don't think we're at that point yet, but as you start to fall off the playoff charts, something to pay attention to. Three games in the NHL. We'll get some thoughts from them all on these. 10 Eastern, 7 Pacific, the Rangers and the Knights. The Knights are minus 162 favorites, plus 134 on the Rangers as underdogs, 10 Eastern, 7 Pacific, the Red Wings and the Ducks. The Ducks are minus 130 home favorites, plus 110 on the Red Wings. And then 1030 Eastern, 730 Pacific, the Predators and the Kings. Predators are minus 140 road favorites, plus 120 on the Kings as home underdogs. Yeah, I'll tell you what, in this Knights game, guys, I want to start with that one real quick. Too high of a price here on VGK. I can't believe they're actually laying this type of number against the Rangers. 48 points, been terrific all year long. Uh, Georgia Gavin net tonight. I I would take a shot with the dog in this one, Matt. I I just think it's too much of a number. Preds had a great win here against the Knights the other night, 3-1. to Now they're in Los Angeles. Not the worst price on the road at minus 140. Um, Not thrilled about it, but I think the way Nashville is playing, you could take a look at them in this one. If you take a look around... Matt, real quick, that Ducks game actually has been postponed. Apparently, COVID issues with them. That just came down a few hours ago. That game will be postponed till Sunday. More COVID. More, More COVID. COVID issues what? in the NHL. You know, it goes back to the point you guys were making mm-hmm. on the futures in the NBA. Can you imagine you bet on a certain team and, you know, all of a sudden the key player is out because of COVID in the postseason? I mean, you're talking about a futures bet going up in smoke. So sometimes the long shots may not be the worst play, even though in the mm-hmm. NBA, it's generally not the sport you want to take a long shot in. And, and, and per usual, if you're listening to us and you are in the state of Nevada, uh, the the Knights are way bigger favorites here than they are rest of yeah. country, right? Yeah. Like, so it's like minus 160, minus 165. They're as big as a minus 185 favorite here in town. So you're getting wow. an even better number in Nevada if you happen to be around on the dog in this one. So uh, something maybe... Amal, I'll be looking at when we when we get off here because again, it's just you know, look, the home home hometown bets the home team here, and they have continued to do that. It's been three years now; it happens every single time. And and again, we're seeing a big discrepancy from the local books here for the rest of country books. It really is surprising to me how long we continue to see these numbers skewed on the Vegas Golden Knights. Mm-hmm. I mean, to, to me, it's astronomical. You know, you look at this uh, Rangers team, Matt. They have been terrific all year long. Not enough people are talking about them, and you go in terms of points. I mean, right now, they're sitting one point behind Tampa because the Lightning got a couple of points the other night. But this Rangers team right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, just, it's, it's interesting, the, the dynamic and the difference in these, in these prices. It really is pretty wild. Um, Kelly, so going back to our power rankings real quick, I do, I do want to talk about a couple of the teams as we, uh, as we pull these numbers up that, we, that none of us picked and curious as to why none of us picked these teams. I mean, and, and listen, there's probably a, a, a myriad of reasons why we didn't pick some of these various teams are there, but like none of us picked the Suns, for example. Suns sitting at 750. 
there, you know, we we think that the path in the West most likely is just through the Warriors. So now we're talking about a team that, you know, only one other team to kind of knock off or something like that. What what was it about the Suns that you didn't? I mean, they, I, I think they're right there with the Warriors. Mm-hmm. I, don't get me wrong. I think it's really 1A, 1B in the Western Conference. I think, you know, the reason why I had, I had selected the Warriors instead of the Suns was just, just because we haven't really seen the height of this Warriors team yet, I don't think with some of the, you know, with Clay mm-hmm. still sitting out, Wiseman sitting out. But the, I think the... When you're betting NBA futures, right, you, you always got to wait for some kind of some some peaks and valleys within the season to get in on mm-hmm. the right price on a team. And I just think right now you're going to be able – it might not be a lot better, but you're going to be able to find a better price on this Suns team probably in the next month or two uh, just because they started, they, they started off the season so hot. So I, I do think that they – catch them on a little bit of a slide here, you might be able to get a better number than this. You, uh, <laughs> you and I are – we give Jazz no respect. I don't think, I, I think in three years we've never given The problem jazz is, I love them. Like, I love them as a regular season team. <laughs> That's the problem. Like, you, it, they are built for the regular season. They have depth, they have scoring, they have size. But just when you get to the, when you get to the playoffs and you're able to shorten your bench to, to to down to eight guys and these stars play so many more minutes, that's when they get a little bit out of outclassed. I look at this Jazz team and it's, it's every year. I'm like, why? I feel like I should like this team more than I do, and I just and I never end up doing it. No, I think you guys are both right on it. I think they should consider trying to move into the Premier League so they can win the regular season <laughs> every call it a day. But that's exactly what it is for the Utah Jazz, right? They can't win in the postseason. And, uh, look, it, it's just tough. It's hard to bring free agents into that market, so we'll see what happens with them moving forward. Was that Jason Tatum with a big bucket? To, was, that to, was that put him ahead? I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. Might be. Did the Knicks miss both free throws or tie it? Tied the game with that bucket from downstairs. I'm here. So we might be heading to overtime. (laughs) 1.5 seconds left in that one. Uh, We can, the the betting market is speaking here as to the team that they think is the most overperforming team in the uh, short season so far. The Grizzlies currently sitting in the number four spot in the West, sitting at 25 and 14 (laughs) on the season, yet they are 70 to (laughs) one. To win the title. Um, so the, the market is speaking on the Grizzlies team. Well, I think they're correct on this. I mean, some of these teams in the NBA, to your point, Matt, the long shots are what they are, and those numbers are accurate. These teams are just not going to get there, and we know it. I mean, it's just crazy when you look at them. Um, they're fun to watch. Another good regular season yeah. team, but the playoffs, it's a different ballgame. You know, the one thing I think you have to look at is which teams can guard you when the chips are down. Kelly, we look yeah, at this Hawks got- team. You were all over last year. Yeah, they're. Uh, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna echo the sentiments of their GM from the other day, where it's, uh, hey, maybe uh, maybe we shouldn't have brought all these guys back in. Uh, it, t- trade deadline's coming up, and they have an opportunity to make some moves. I think there's the man, watch out because Pacers and Hawks players might be readily available at the trade deadline, and we could see some massive swings in what the uh, you know re- really the power teams are in the NBA. I, I thought the four and five seeds last year, the Knicks and the and the Hawks were the two most overrated teams I've seen in a playoff series. In a long time. I can't believe the number's not longer for them to try to draw more money in. Like, yeah, exactly. I, like, I can't I'm believe the number's not sitting 70, 80 or something like that to try to draw people to, to bet on this squad. I mean, like right now, they wouldn't even be in the play-in, <laughs> you know? And R.J. Barrett with the game-winning three. Oh, wow. With one point with 1.5, so yeah. he got it off in one at the buzzer. Knicks fans going crazy tonight at MSG. So they come regular all season wins. the way back, all the way back. Not, not only did they cover the 13 that you could have got them live at halftime, 
but they win the game outright. I don't think we even looked well, at what it, the it money line was. No, we yeah. didn't. Yeah, we did they, not. They, co- they covered all numbers. Knicks earlier today were like a one-point favorite, and then it, it, it switched to Celtics two, I think is what it closed at, or two and a half. Either way, you you won if you were on the Knicks side. I don't even think we looked at the money line because we were just kind of like, okay, we're not going to be, we're not going to get silly here. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. we're not going to get silly. Yeah. We'll just, you know, we'll play them on the, on the thirteen. Uh, this, yeah, if you took a if you took a shot on there, good Grizzlies on you. This Grizzlies team is fascinating to me, though. They you guys go back to that. Amal, you're right. Like I'm not betting on this team. And like, but you, you know, go back to December first. This Cavs and Grizzlies team are it's one two Grizzlies Cavs as far as net rating in the NBA. It's not going to last. You don't even see the the Cavs on our you know the futures board that we threw up. It's not a team I'm going to trust in the playoffs. But as far as the quality youth that they have on this team, I mean, John Morant's already on the verge of becoming a superstar. We know that. But Dylan Brooks has played great this year. Desmond Bain's been great this year. Jared Jackson Jr. might be one of the, if you're designing an NBA player in a in a, in a lab, you might be designing this guy. Six foot 11 and can step out and hit the three, you know, with the, some of the best of them as well as grab all those rebounds. I, I just hate that they moved Valachunas. Like, if they had him still at center instead of Steven Adams, I'd probably be higher on this team. I tend to agree with you. John, the only concern I have with him is sometimes the turnovers, and you get the rest of the team gets ball watching when he's out there. They watch him. Yep. Guys, we uh, look through the little technical difficulties. Uh, Mike Renner's going to join us tomorrow. We're going to talk the NFL draft. And again, never too early to try to get out in front of some of this stuff because, again, there's a lot of money to be made in these draft markets. Just look at what we were able to do last year. And of course, we'll run through all of the NFL slate as well. Stick around for the nightcap. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. At- 